this is a test of something new that we're going to try. So, uh, welcome everybody to an Onyx Edge Studios podcast. I'm here with Brandon of Rant is Due. Nope. Uh, Rod Munch. Rod is here. Rod? <laughs> Rod is here, in the house, or in the car. We're on our way to do some podcasting at, uh... Jimmy Lopez's house, J Lo. What was the, the flow? What was what was it that he messaged to us earlier? Like Jim Jam, Jim Joe. James, Jim Bob. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, it uh, did have Joe in it though. Be because yeah. I was like, yeah, my actual name is Joe, and I hated. I will not. Wait, your actual Joe. name is Joe? Joseph. Yeah. Oh. But so yeah, I've had a couple jobs and especially at the psych ward where it was so weird to be called Joe because they'd be like fuck you Joe and I'd just be like wow that sounds so weird because I don't even go by Joe nobody's so ever called sounds, you Joe yeah so, so it's like a weird uh alias and so it's just weird well thing. I used to way back when I would get drunk and actually ask Jimmy about this in a bit but uh I used to go by Joey when I would get like Oh yeah, yeah. Freaking blackout you were, drunk. That was that was your drunk name. <laughs> yeah, because I could always just put the blame on him for stuff. Yeah, that's how you disassociate. Fucking Joey again. My my drunk Shaving former self is uh, Clyde Nays. Clyde Nays. Yeah, Clyde. That sounds like someone who should be directing 40s porn or something. <laughs> yeah, like a total dirtbag, right? Yeah, a total. Well, that's bag. what I was. It's like so. <laughs> Uh, With like the mutton chops and shit. I'm not gonna like, let big ass ones. I'm not gonna let people watching this not know what's happening. Uh, Lindsay is in the backseat <laughs> hiding. They're probably like, "What is? Who is back there?" <laughs> they kidnapped freaking someone. Yeah. And, uh, and she's back there. To a podcast. <laughs> she's back there. Uh, uh, not of her own will. Uh, but anyway, we got... So a, then you did... <laughs> yeah, pretty, her, pretty much. <laughs> well, you just said against her will, right, so yeah. Right, Not of her own will. Uh, we got off track completely. Which is going to happen a lot. Honestatstudios.com. That's where you can find Brandon Show. Yeah, and he is the leader of that show. No, I'm, I'm just going to... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, putting that out there now. All right, fine. People can dispute it if they want to, but... Uh, <laughs> There's going to be a lot of backlash on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Total uprising when they hear... Uh, I I am going to get shot in the next week. You can also find The High Files with Jordan Wakefield, Watchers on the Couch, a uh, Game of Thrones themed podcast. Uh, How Should I Bro? And, of course... What was that one? How Should I Bro? Really? Uh, yeah, that, it's kind of. It's been defunct for a little bit, but uh, Sam Richardson, a dude that we all went to yeah. high school with, he uh, they talk about fitness and. Uh, oh, okay. They bring some well, strange it, characters on there once in a while. I was gonna say the name bro kind of. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't think really it, know what it was gonna be. Though. I think it just goes. It's like how should I. How should I do this or how should I do that? You know what I mean, like yeah, like lifts and stuff. Yeah, he's a well, he's a uh, he's a physical training guy. All right, you know what yeah. I mean? So all right, uh, I don't think that's the best way to put it, but well, <laughs> that's it's what he does for a job. Yeah. Is he makes others well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and helps them work out and that kind yeah. of stuff. But uh, yeah, that show's pretty sweet. I recommend going and checking out all the old episodes. I hope he starts doing it again. I think he's going to. He's got some shit in the works. Uh, but yeah, go to our website, onexiststudios.com, and check out our all our respective shows. Uh, YouTube.com channel, Edge Studios, for more weird videos like this. Don't forget to also plug, I accidentally cut you off right before you were going to say this podcast, I think. Uh, uh, on the Thank road with Thorhammer, yeah. yeah. Don't forget about on the road with Thorhammer. Uh, <laughs> Which pl- you should know because that's what this is. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. We're getting ready to record some, but this is actually introing this week's, which is part two of the Brian Kennedy 
podcast. First, we have to do show plugs. Full Terror Assault, August 25th through the 27th, and a field in Illinois. Come and hang out with us. <laughs> uh, we, we actually got bumped up to 12.15 instead of 1.30 in the morning, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> Good. Uh, we'll, be, we'll still be the last band of the entire thing, so August 27th. Uh, September 3rd, Des Moines, Iowa. September, and this is a new show announcement. Saturday, September 17th at Firebird will be in support of a band called Metal Church. Uh, have you ever heard of Metal Church? No, I haven't, but that's an awesome name. Well, they haven't been around. They've been putting out albums, but they haven't toured here in 30 years. So that's probably oh, yeah. why. Holy shit, yeah. man. That's a long time. So, yeah, that's as old as we are. Yeah, so I was <laughs> one when they toured here last. That's insane. Never, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I was fucking into metal at, at one years old. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sure my dad was bit listening. Bit the cord to, off and shit. Yeah, I'm sure my dad was listening to, like, uh, Ride the Lightning or something at that point. Yeah. Uh, so come out to those shows. Metal Church kicks ass. Yeah. If if people don't realize that, then maybe they should just get on it now. And catch up. Because you got a month until that show. Uh, well, you have a month to get ready for, for the show. And apparently 30 years of <laughs> tunes to get going with. Right. Uh, they definitely kick ass. They're, they have vocals sort of like Priest. Oh, nice. Uh, so high and... Yeah, 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 High and loud. Falsetto shit going on. Uh, Just like me. <laughs> yes. You high can, and loud. You can really hit those high notes. <laughs> uh, this week's show is going to be Brian Kennedy Part 2. Uh, I don't know if you listened to Part 1 yet. I have not. Brandon, but... Uh, no, you don't have to apologize for uh, that whatsoever. Uh... I believe in this part we talk a lot about bands that we're into, Rush and uh, Dream Theater and stuff like that. Uh, I don't remember beyond that what we even talked about. Common. So it's going to be a surprise for everyone, I think. Uh, Brandon is wait. Brandon is always a fucking great guy to talk to, so I'm glad I got to sit down for yeah, as long as I did with him. An- another hour with well, I hope it's an hour, but we will see, man. Last time it was three, and well, no, this, he he might show up today. But I'm talking about the recording that we did a couple weeks ago. The that part two of that is going to be this week. Oh, so we're introing that oh. right now. Yeah. Okay. Now we're all on the same page. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh. Stick around for some live tunes at the end of this episode. Nice. And uh, look for Brandon. Yeah. On next week's episode from Jimmy Lopez's house. Oh, it's going to be fun. J-Lo. <laughs> Maybe a surprise guest or two. We'll see what happens. I don't uh, know. So. I have Alf is coming? Is Alf coming? I, only if there's a cat Alf? that he can eat. Dude, I will fucking drop kick Alf in the fucking throat if he tries to do anything with my cat. Well, uh, that's what Alf used to do. He used to eat cats. Yeah, dude, eating pussy, dude. That's, a freaking, <laughs> that that's how totally it is, man. They uh, did that on fucking purpose. They totally did. Eating pussy uh, in the a- 80s. That's why the cats were always hairy. Oh, that was a good joke right there. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed that one. We have to close with that. Uh... <laughs> See you next time. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Goodbye, Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, the Coach Fisher thing happened, but but, uh, Slipknot... Was a Slipknot was very much in that time was a gateway band to all these other fucking bands, and it just expands from there. And yeah, then then I find fucking Dream Theater, and it's like that shit's my wheelhouse, really. You know what I mean? Like oh, that's man. a whole different thing. Well, first time I heard Dream Theater, I remember thinking like, like what the fuck? Yeah. Like like they're they're like eighties, but they're like. Like heavy at the same they got time. Advantage, yeah, I was like, they they got balls to them, but like they're like, you know, 
And then, like, then I started checking out, like, more of their stuff, and I was just yeah. like, this is, this is incredible. The more I dug into it, the, the better stuff I found. I, you know? I, what is it? What's that? Awake. I, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. That's, that's the album, right? Awake, with, like, 6 a.m. and yeah. Space Dive Bass yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite albums. That's a quintessential. Because that was one of the ones where I first, like, started, like, listening yeah. to them heavy. Yeah. I actually I did a Dream Theater rate, uh, podcast with this dude, uh, Thelma Rigo. I think I listened to that one. Did you listen to it? Yeah. It was kind of. It ended up kind of hard to listen to because there was an echo on my voice. And oh I, man, I hate that. I don't know how that even happened. It was just some technical shit. But he put it up anyway, and it's still up. And people would go listen to it. Look up a uh, Dream Theater Radio on iTunes, and you can find that podcast. But. Uh, we talk for like two hours about Dream Theater, and we go, we went into like all the, like the, every fucking Dream Theater story that I had, mm-hmm. like all like, we dug super into the new record. Oh, the the uh, double album, yeah, that one's amazing, the astonishing, yeah. But I, but you know, I, I got into the how I first listened to him too, which was I found, uh, well, I was that some kind of indie record store or you had like a friend pass away or something right you were like going through like you like a it was like a rough patch or something when you first got into him wasn't it uh that, some, that girl or something passed yeah away. ashley stevens passed away yeah um that was probably like a year or about a year into mm-hmm. when i started listening to him maybe mm-hmm. so very early yeah uh but i went to this music music store that doesn't exist anymore it was a. Uh, it was up north, off of 270 somewhere. And uh, I was looking for different kinds of symbols than would be at, like, Guitar Center and stuff. Oh, Just, was like, it Mars Music? Maybe. Like, way up north in Bridgeton? Yeah, it was in Bridgeton. Mars Music. Yeah. That's what that was. Uh, but they, I found a VHS tape of of Tama, like, they were, when Guitar Center is, was supposed to give me this VHS tape, when I bought my first drum set, mm-hmm. and it was like an instructional thing, and I still have it. Yeah. Uh, to like help you set up and tune and give you the basics, and yeah. fucking Portnoy was on there. Oh man! And is little, that where he's got the long hair and he's like flipping? He's like, okay, guys. And he's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, that was an earlier instructional tape that he had that I also so good. I I also have that, but. Uh, <laughs> But the the VHS that I that I got from them is called Tama, like out of the box and onto the stage or something like that. And he uh, he plays a little bit of Under a Glass Moon, which they played on the 20th anniversary. Yeah, and which has a sweet double bass drum beat, and that kind of like opened my mind to what double bass, like how you approach double bass. R.I.P. to Motorhead. For that sure, Phil from Motorhead started. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, he totally did Overkill. <laughs> yeah, that song. Check out Overkill by Motorhead. If if, if you guys are like, any uh, any listeners aren't familiar with Overkill by Motorhead, if, you know you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> don't kill yourself, but you should. <laughs> but you feel some shame. But hang your head. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that really got me super into them, and that, and it just expanded from there. Yeah. Uh, but we've all we've like we were talking about earlier. Like we've totally bonded over Dream Dream Theater. It's really just like all kinds of bands. We've bonded over just all kinds of music. Really, just it's always been music with a uh, art. Really, in general, because we like books too. We like you, books, you pushed me to listen to more Rush too. Oh God, that's it's like I can never thank you enough for that. Oh man, well I was I think it was we were like drunk at like eighteen years old or something. We were sitting yeah. on that one guy's monkey bars. Oh, it was at a and I was, I was at Andy Bunch's yeah. party house. And I went through and I sang like sang like almost a whole Rush album. I uh, did like moving pictures from start to. Finish. <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Farewell to Kings. Oh man, I love that album. We were talking about Farewell to Kings. That's got Xanadu on it. Yeah, and Twenty One Twelve. But uh, but Farewell to Kings at that time was like a record that I had recently bought. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, like fucking Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like ridiculously good. I really. A couple of songs on there maybe are dated. 
Yeah, Cinderella, Cinderella Man. Man, yeah. That's always kind of like a, a take it or leave it song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, meh. bit of a filler, but it's right. got but it's got Z- Cinder Sex One and Xanadu on it yeah. though. You gotta respect <laughs> Part Rush. One of Hemispheres. You gotta respect Rush for really fucking putting their balls on the table with Twenty One Twelve, and then from yeah, they then were on, they were gonna get dropped by their leg. They you know what I mean? Like before, like they were just like the reason they did Twenty One Twelve was like we got nothing to lose. Yeah, we're gonna get fired. Right. Bam. Then it became. What it is today exploded. Yeah, that's that's a, it's a, it's a timeless record. <laughs> yeah. And that's a that's a band that is super inspiring to me. Oh, Not yeah. just because of the quality of their music, but of their the longevity, attitude, the longevity, but the attitude towards music itself. Mm-hmm. No fucking compromise. Never. Then they never gave up. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And if they. If they if Rush had ended, they would have fucking continued playing music. They could have ended their musicians, multiple musicians, times. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Uh, well, Alex, Alex and Getty have both done solo projects. Yeah. And Neil went through like unimaginable pain and came out the. Oh other yeah, we're going, we don't even want to get into that. No, but that's, like, that's, that's just tra- uh, he became a totally different person after that. Yep. Um, As anybody would when your whole family dies like that. But the whole, but the, God, but, here's to you, Neil. Man, we're sorry. You're the man, though. Neil's the best. You're the man, though, Neil. Uh, if you, he'll never listen to this. He will. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I would. Uh, I would fucking. He well, googles his name. He googles his own name. <laughs> I would guess that he does. Yeah, just check up on things. Just to see who's talking about <laughs> it. Uh, if I was Neil, I'd Google myself. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. Maybe the the most important thing to remember when you're creating music or art is zero fucking compromise. Do what you want to do, what your vision is, mm-hmm. and if anyone tries to fucking tell you that you shouldn't do that, they're wrong. Yeah. You're right. Continue the way that you think you should. The same thing as Frank Zappa. Zero oh, zero compromise. compromise. Do your thing in the face of everyone saying no, doesn't matter. Stay tried and true to your ideals and your what you want to do. And, oh yeah. And you'll if if nothing else, dude, you're happy with it at the end of the day. Create a vision and then see it through. Right. Really. The only the only reason anybody fails is because they stop trying. Mm-hmm. Cause like they're like like we're talking about Rush, for example. Their first three albums weren't selling yeah. and they were gonna get dropped you yeah. know but they they put their balls on the table like you said yep. and they did it right now thank god they did cause then we never would've had 200 <laughs> just imagine if Rush stopped to caress the steel that would be crazy that's just I never like I, you never really even think about that cause it didn't happen yeah cause they did like, like 20 more after yeah. Yeah. and they just became legends but but Caress of Steel would have been such a fucking, like, a downer letdown. It would have been such, like, a dark end in the history of Rush, because that's, like, their, that's, like, what might be their darkest album, really, yeah. with, like, the Necromancer and I, Fountain, the... Fountain Land. Yeah. Uh, I don't, like, I don't really like that stuff. I don't, like, there's maybe one or two... You don't even like the Necromancer? Not really. Like, I think they, I think that they, they... What about, Bast- had- what about Bastille Day? Yeah, Bastille. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of songs Bastille on there that are fucking great. Yeah. Well, there's only like four. Yeah. <laughs> there's like Lakeside one- Park's boring. Like, but I like Lakeside Park. Live version on on all the world's stage. Yeah. Lakeside <laughs> Park and Bastille Day. Oh, I Bastille think I, I think I'm going bald. That's another yes. song. Caress of Steel. So three three save tunes. Yeah. Save tunes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That makes that album worth listening to for me. Yeah. Necromancer and Final Myth, like, I'll visit them once in a while. Those are those songs for me, Rush songs. Like, I'll visit them once in a while, mm-hmm. but, like, most of the time, not really. Oh, uh, see, I really... It's been a bit of the opposite for me. Like, I yeah. I would more go to Caress and Steel for the Necromancer and Fountain of Landmith, because that's when they started getting into the really, really long yeah, but, stuff. I, but that was like experimental versions of it. I think that was like baby they're, versions. They're like learn. They're like uh, testing the water, learning their voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like uh, when when Pink Floyd did that makes it at metal. Least, that makes it at least interesting to listen to. Now yeah. is it 
Is it pleasurable like 2112? Is it like... Well... Or anthemic like 2112? No. It's, it's absolutely not going to be as anthemic as it. Yeah. I mean, like... It's just two different worlds. It, yeah, it's... it's, it's and uh, vi- different visions. It's apples and oranges, really. Yeah, for sure. And, the, and like I said, it's just preference. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think they were doing the most drugs during the Carissa Steel album, too. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, well, the, you know, they definitely kept the weed smoking up throughout. <laughs> like, yeah, I bet they still puff it. For sure. Uh, well, definitely, At least Alex. Definitely Alex does, but I think like on occasion the other dudes do too. <laughs> Last time I saw Rush, they're Canadian. Like, what do they care? They get... Last time I saw Rush, uh, when they played Tom Sawyer, when it's today's Tom Sawyer, yeah. it's high on you. Alex did. Yeah. This, he was like, <sighs> and then uh, in Twilight Zone when they play Twilight Zone. Oh, classic. And it... passes the Bangkok. It's about pick. about scorn. Yeah, or that's why uh, that's who that's the song I meant. Passes yeah, to Bangkok is, yeah, a, is about scoring shit. Yeah, and when they do the when like live when they we play only that stop song, for the best. Yeah, he well, and then there's the uh, there's the part where you hear them sucking in air, and like, yeah. that's what he's doing on stage when they play that part every time he does that. <laughs> that was that was one of the first riffs I learned on guitar. Yeah. Was passes that Kyle will occasionally bust it out, like just. Out of the out of the the fucking air at practice, you know what I mean? Anyone ever told him he looks like James Hetfield? <laughs> <laughs> he gets. More, he's got the rhythm guitar and he's singing. I mean, <laughs> he gets more Justin Poole than uh, than uh, James Hetfield. But I'll I'll make sure to let him know you said that. <laughs> looks like Justin Poole. Yeah, I've never met anybody who looks like Justin Poole except Justin. Well. But I don't think I've met Cal yet. I think no, you probably you probably haven't. Uh, <laughs> I must now though. After I t- <laughs> would, you, uh, would you like another brew? If I may, sir. Yeah, dude. You more than welcome. Uh, after I stole your white castle, <laughs> <laughs> or as I say, your white privilege castle. When we were on break, that white castle was fucking delicious. Yeah, you gotta say. Oh, thank you, sir. Yep. I'm going to stop for the best. <laughs> oh, I'll throw that away. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'll take Oh, yeah, let's trade. Uh, oh, the fucking... One of the bottle caps stuck to the, stuck to the magnet side of that. <laughs> Birds of a feather. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Uh, cheers, cast. Oh, you guys out there listening? I'm trying to think of where, what thought I, what we left on. Uh, well, we we could change the subject if we want because we were talking about Rush's transitional period. We went, <laughs> so we could transition ourselves if we want. Well, let's before we move on. Before we move on from Rush, Rush are doing Rush doing drugs. Favorite Rush album? Oh, Hemispheres. My favorite Rush Hemis- album is Hemispheres. What? What makes it were the your favorite and uh sell me on hemispheres sell the listeners on hemispheres if they never heard it. La Villa Strangiato. That's all you had to say? <laughs> For both of those? Just, if you if you ain't a fan of Rush, yeah. Check out La Villa Strangiato. But there's no vocals. It's it's instrumental. Well, well, let's stop by Hemisphere's title track after that. <laughs> yeah, Hemisphere's title track, and uh, I would, I would say my, even though it is a B-side track, circumstances. Oh is, yeah, oh yeah, I love that song. Circumstances too. is probably one of my. The favorite trees is on there too. Oh, the fucking trees. The trees is on on Hemisphere. Lest we forget, yes. the trees, man. God, Jesus. You know what? One of my favorite Rush moments is, and this is sidebar. <laughs> We're doing a lot of sidebarring. Still one of my favorite fucking Rush moments ever. Guitar intro to The Trees. Oh, yeah. On the live record, uh, Exit Stage Left. Oh, uh, 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 what is it? Boone's Bane, I think that's yeah. called or something like that? Yeah. 
That that shit gives yeah. me chills every single time. Jacob's Ladder Live is cool. Jacob's Ladder. Woo, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings me to I my favorite. I don't want to get too pumped. Permanent Waves? Yeah. That's your favorite? It is. Let me guess. Natural Science? Natural Science? <laughs> really, really top to bottom. The entire thing. Even the Entree New? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loving song. It is. It is. Uh, I really... I. And that's a Getty Lee written song, mm-hmm. which is he not wrote the lyrics to that. One, yeah, which is not Getty? normal. Yeah, he, he wrote the lyrics to uh, what's that song? Getty Lee Cheers. actually wrote the entire song. Really? Yeah, everything. Hmm. Well, Sands drums, of course. That's goes with that saying. Well, they say the all music by uh, yeah music by they share credit. Yeah, lyrics by Pete Neal and uh, music by uh, but Mice I think and Lee. I'm pretty sure he might he. Maybe uh, wrote the lyrics to that one too. He wrote the lyrics, I think, to Tears on uh, Twenty One Twelve. I think that's oh, what yeah? the song is called. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dev Permanent Waves has always been a favorite. It, which is the album after Hemispheres. Yeah, <laughs> and they and they decide like it's such a unique Rush record, and the doorway. It's like. It's a crazy in between, betu- like between it's their right most successful It's right before they started getting to the keyboards and everything. Well, yeah, but it's like they took a different road. You know what I'm saying? The Spirit of Radio was a huge hit too. Like they could have just kept going down that same fucking Hemispheres road, that Prague road. Did you ever see Beyond the Lighted Stage? Oh yeah, I love that. They 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 yeah. said like when they were making Hemispheres, they're like, we're done doing yeah. 18 minutes, and it's <laughs> yeah. But and then and then they go more for quality songwriting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that the Hemispheres isn't quality songwriting in itself, but it is a little bit of masturbating, uh, technical wise. You know what I'm saying? Oh God! Give it to me. Hemispheres porn all day. Like yeah, exactly. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'll lap it up all day long. Give it to me. Yeah. Where's my K? So, but but it's an interesting. Uh, bridge to moving pictures, you know, what which I'm was the mega. That was yeah. Like they broke through. That was like bam, rush. Uh, and, and often, often forgotten, but uh, you know, in in the major discussion of what the best records are of theirs, because of, because of you know because of moving pictures right mm-hmm. after it, and Tom Sawyer and shit like that. Oh man, Red Barchetta. But Casey plays just as much stuff from Permanent Waves as it does from Moving Pictures. Well, they do like they they do like mandatory Rush every Spirit day. Spirit Radio, motherfucker. Yeah. Spirit Radio. What else is on? Like Spirit Radio has been a concert mainstay since it came out. Oh yeah. So yeah. Need, I think we, yeah. I don't need think we they say ever, more. I don't think they ever not played Spirit Radio. That's what since I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we said... Oh, Free Will's on there, too. Yeah. Yeah. We said we were going to move on from Rush, but we just keep... Yeah, then we got deeper. (laughs) We just dove headfirst into the Rush pool. Nothing wrong with that, though. Uh, Remind me before we leave, I want to show you my Rush uh, concert tour books. Oh, like the programs? Originals. Oh yeah, I remember you uh, sending me pictures like yeah. when you first got them. Like I got originals, in. not yeah. not the reprints that they have now. They do. They reprinted them. They reprint them and sell them on the website now. Whew. Which is pretty sweet. I remember looking when but my dad the original would come is, shows and the originals like, legit. Yeah, my dad had a couple from the when he would see Rush back in the day. Does he still have them? Oh, of course. He's, he'd probably kill somebody if they tried to take them. <laughs> You're getting those. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. He bought he he bought a white Gibson double neck. Yeah, I've seen it. Just like I just just to have the same guitar as Alex Lifeson. <laughs> the Xanadu guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Gotta love Rush. He, he bought it just to pl- just like just to learn Xanadu with it. I think. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta love Rush. If you don't, you're a hater. We're at we're at forty eight minutes just from this portion, and we did half an hour on the on, the <laughs> on rush. rush. <laughs> on the no, not half an hour on rush. We probably did twenty minutes on rush. Yeah, that's fine, dude. We're taking up time just like a rush album. We're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
What better, better way to fucking build a podcast than on Rush? Yeah. Uh, well, we can talk about Stanley Kubrick films. <laughs> honestly, that I want this to be about whatever you would like to get into. I did. I kind of covered like the groundwork of our friendship and stuff like that, and that's really all that I had planned to want to cover at least. You know what I mean? And the New York trip, which we talked about that. But so much happened on the New York trip, though. It's kind of it's kind of hard to. We'd have yeah. to like we'd have to like sit down and like. Make like a draft and an outline yeah, of the whole New York trip because right. so much happened. We did we we covered a lot of the big stuff, but there's there's plenty more. Um, we went into that one store where they were selling like Zen statues, Buddhas, but they were all Buddha like statues. five to ten grand a piece. Like, oh yeah, like solid bronze and shit. All well, this fucking Manhattan, man. Yeah. It's like rich people just blowing their money on whatever. Yeah, know? and you know it just sits in someone's yeah. apartment. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no use They're like, that. look how worldly I am. Oh, I hate that when people do that. My buddy, Freddie, lives in Vietnam now. And he was giving... He was Wait, like, Fred from... When, when we saw him in New York. He lives in Vietnam? Yeah, he lives in Vietnam now. Seriously? No joke. I also like that you say Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> because like, like, that's how they said it in movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, that's, it's, that's solid. Nam. Yeah. So, why? He had a buddy that he lived with in Chicago okay. who started a business over there. Yeah? And what kind of business is it? Because I know he was a I cook. think it's like, like maybe tour or something like that. But he went over there to work for the business his buddy started. You mean like tourist? Yeah. I don't even think he's, like, I was like, you must be pretty fluent in Vietnamese now, right? And he's like, no, I don't even speak it. And I'm like, you've been living there for four years and then picked up on the language? I guess it's hard to, though. Like, like that kind of language is night and day from what we... Well, they say they say English is the hardest language in the world, though. That's true, but... Because of all our different... Yeah. Syllables and stuff. Yeah, and well, like, yeah. weird rules, like, two words that are spelled exactly the same, they yeah. have two different meanings. Like, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just w- weird, weird stuff like that. That other languages don't really have that, you know. But uh, that's yeah. We he was he was there in New York. We went to that fucking French fry place with yeah, him with, and his with buddy hundred, with a hundred sauces, and he came yeah. out with none. Him and his buddy. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, you should pass this link along to him about that. So I will. What What's your fucking problem, Freddie? Why didn't you just give us some sauce? We were there. There was a hundred fucking sauces. You didn't even get ketchup or mustard. You had your, <laughs> you had your friend driving us around talking about going to see Sublime. Yeah, he was from yeah. Louisiana or something. Yeah. He was from the bayou. He said he had seen Sublime. That's all that I remember about that dude. And he bought us booze. He bought us a little bit of booze and uh, helped us waste time until 3 in the morning. At the know. terminal. Yeah. So, uh, there's... He might have been coked up. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, what do you... What, uh... You mentioned Stanley Kubrick. Oh, um, man, I love Stanley Kubrick films. I recently... Let's see, what Stanley Kubrick have I watched recently? I think the last one that I Netflixed... The last... Actually... T- Two that I Netflix recently were Space Odyssey. Oh God, I love it! And uh, and Full Metal Jacket. Oh, so good! Unbelievable movies, right? <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He's one of my favorite directors. Just because jo- Joker is one of my favorite characters in any movie ever. Yeah, you like The Shining, right? Oh, I, I mean, come on. Yeah, this is one of the first horror movies I ever saw. You ever heard about like all this? Strange theories about the oh, shining, yeah, like yeah. like room two thirty one and stuff. Like it's supposed to be about like like secretly Stanley Kubrick's admitting that he filmed the moon landing. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird theories about it, but I just I think like people are reaching a little far, maybe. Like yeah, he was a weird guy, and yeah, he made some pretty. Interesting and some would say odd movies. Well, like 2001 was like the actual first shot of space, I think. Yeah. Like, first time a camera was actually yeah. live space feed. Uh, 
I tried reading up on some theories of the ending of that movie recently. I don't remember what it said, what they said, but uh, I I I. I I really enjoy movies that challenge you as a as a as a viewer, and not when the guy becomes the star child <laughs> and the mom yeah, yeah yeah. But like, but I but I think like, I think Kubrick like, that's very much the kind of director he is. Like, he's not making comfort food. You know oh what no saying? no no absolutely not. He's not making your fucking Indiana Jones. No. He's not making your Star Wars. He's soaked in symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if nothing else in that movie, the the fucking monolith itself. Yeah. It's like, what is that? And then, you know what I'm saying? And then, just th- think about the first time you saw that movie. Oh, God. First time I saw that, that movie challenges the fuck out of you the first time you watch it, right? Well, like, the first time you got no idea what's gonna happen or anything. Yeah, well, that's what it's I'm It's just saying. like, it's just like, this could go going? fucking anywhere. Yeah, and then when it's over, it's like, shit, yeah. I gotta watch that again. Right. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta try to understand this. We gotta sync it up to Echoes. Pink Floyd, the, the Jupiter and Beyond syncs up with uh, Pink Floyd's Echoes. Yeah. Which is super fun. Do you remember the Dream Theater show where they opened with uh, the Space Odyssey theme? Yeah, the, the yeah. spoke Zarathustra. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was badass. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good song. That's Portnoy's idea, by the way. Of course. Yeah, he's movie fucking buff. But uh, yeah, like a good uh, like a, what was it? Like, there was this one thing. It was like they were going through Port- Portnoy was like getting a tour of his house. Yeah. And he went to his like his movie collection. Yeah, and he, and it's like. Literally the size of this whole apartment. Right. It's just like DVD. <laughs> right. And he's like, I love to just go to laser a little shop and see what they have. He has fucking laser discs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's uh, laser disc. That didn't last too long, did it? They'll come back. R.I.P. Yeah, they'll come back. <laughs> They're coming back. Uh, Blu-ray laser disc. <laughs> full, metal, full Metal Jacket. I, uh, uh, what's the fucking... What's the dude's name? Uh... That plays uh, Pile. Oh, uh, I'm drawing a blank for some reason. It's not Benicio del Toro, but that, no, for some no. reason that name. It, it's like it's a, it's like a three part name, isn't it? I think so. But any, but that dude played uh, the villain on Daredevil recently. I didn't see Daredevil. Fucking knocked it out of not not the movie Daredevil, the series on Netflix. It was is it a series? Yeah, they do. They have two seasons of it. So not far. the not the Ben Affleck, right? No, 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 no. This is a newer one. It, Did you ever see Ben Affleck throw that fit on Bill Maher? No, I didn't. About uh, about Islam? No. Somebody was talking talking to bad about radical Islam, and uh, Ben Affleck like literally has yeah. like a like a meltdown. Yeah. Like 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 like. I'm gonna He's like, he's like, all they want to do is come here and eat sandwiches and raise a family. <laughs> I want to say Bill Meyer was on on one of our road trips, like at the hotel. Oh we, man, that'd be awesome. We stayed in one of those in Chicago. We stayed at like one of that ratty hotel, <laughs> and uh, it was probably on. I think I think HBO was on. But uh, at any rate, uh, what I wish I could fucking remember. The, and I know people are gonna message me and be like, "It's this guy, obviously." Let's look it up. <laughs> Just IMDb. Yeah, I got, yeah, I, got but, I got Google. But in my that body. guy is a fucking amazing actor. Uh, Private Pile is such a crazy, interesting character, <clears throat> and that's so, that's an amazing view into the there. And I don't know if oh god, it, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, dude. Uh, it's such a crazy window into the life of those guys that it's, oh yeah just like breaking down your humanity oh yeah just to break the, your spirit to make you be a part of the that team of yeah, killing yeah. yeah and what's what's insane about that is that them um them banding against him the 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 other soldiers in that platoon or whatever. Yeah, like when they're beating them with the soap in the socks them, and stuff yeah, like that. Them, them banding against him brought everybody else closer together. Yeah. And made them truly one unit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, after he blows his brains out. Well, <laughs> before that, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
And that sergeant was a dick, too. They would, yeah. But without all those elements, like, they wouldn't have been as good of a unit as they were in, in battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously, like, shit goes fucking haywire <laughs> yeah. after that, but... Um, Did you see Eyes Wide Shut? Yes, I've seen Eyes Wide Shut. I like that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's thought, another one that's super thought-provoking. Yeah. Uh, I think Nicole Kidman was being a hoe the whole time. If it <laughs> That's just my personal theory. Uh, the 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 scenes at the mansion are some of the fucking most intense. Oh my god, yeah. The whole time you're just like sitting on the edge of your seat. Oh yeah. You're wondering what this is and what is the password? <laughs> there was no password. And there was no password. Because he's because he's fucking with the mega elites. Yep. Bohemian Grove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that I mysteriously disappeared after this podcast. Yeah. That, <laughs> that that movie is actually a lesson, and if you're a musician, keep your mouth shut about the secret party that you're gonna play at. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're a blindfolded pianist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You obviously have no idea what's going on around you. You should maybe chill out and not just tell people about it. <laughs> you know, like yeah, especially Tom Cruise. Be professional. <laughs> be a professional. You know. Well, he tried not to tell him. Yeah. He kept the, the guys like he's like these people I play for, man. He's like he's like I didn't play around. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom Cruise is like, I gotta know. He's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Yeah, that movie. That movie's crazy because Cooper died like. Right after he handed it into the production company, yeah, I don't know that he was even completely finished with it. He was, he was like, like, like right after he finished it, he's oh, like, really? uh, yeah. So that, well, see, that's another. That's like people that work, and then when they stop working, that's when they die. Then there's conspiracy theories about like they're like they killed Cooper because of what he revealed in Eyes Wide Shut. That's bullshit. He didn't get killed. He was old. He's an old fucking man. That was the long. I think that was the longest shot movie ever. Yeah. It took like four hundred days of production. Yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. Well, he's famous for shooting as much as possible. Yeah, and making people do alter of uh, redoing cuts. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was good. Well, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> well, uh, Shelley Shelley Duvall and uh, incredible in, actress in The Shining. Yeah, that shit was amazing. But and Popeye, shining, okay, and Popeye. Uh, first time I heard about Popeye, the movie was at Dan Hagedorn's house. By the way, he would. He had it on VHS. He would be like, he would. <laughs> so, but anyway, Shelley Duvall. Uh, they there's famous stories about him literally driving her fucking insane. Yeah. On the set of The Shining, like, like. Honey, not just me, darling. Her. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your fucking brains. In. Uh, some of my first exposures to the, the, the Shining story and lore was uh, the Simpsons Halloween uh, oh, horror, the shitting Treehouse of Horror yeah. episodes, and yeah, the shitting and uh, and he's like, what? Uh, I can't remember what he or said. Or Slipknot Spit It Out video. <laughs> oh, like yeah, the Slipknot right. yeah. Spit It Out video. The original video for Spit It Out was, was a fucking mock-up of the shiny. I still have that VHS, too. Ah, oh, welcome to our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Brilliant marketing. Yeah. 20-minute VHS. <laughs> that shit was... This next song's gonna rip you guys a new fucking asshole. <laughs> I remember that VHS was a good uh, a good five dollars less than all the other VHSs there too. Yeah, so I was like, fuck yeah, I yeah. can actually afford this. It was like twelve ninety nine or something at Hot Topic. Yeah, it was like twelve ninety nine <laughs> at the mall, and, and all the other VHSs were like twenty dollars at least. And when you bought it, they're like, just so you know, this tape's only like twenty minutes. And I was like. It says Slipknot. Yeah. Okay, I want it's it. Yeah. Three minutes of Slipknot, and that's more than I have right yeah. now. Yeah. Because we don't have YouTube yet. And DVDs weren't really out yet. Uh, I actually bought a. Uh, excuse me. I bought a um, 
bootleg VHS tape on the internet when I was probably around that time, and it was uh, it it said that Slipknot was unmasked on it, and the only unmasked stuff it ended up having on it, which I totally got ripped off, was uh, before the first Ozfest they were on. It was like clown up in front with like some sunglasses on like oh god setting up his equipment just like the pictures on the internet yeah. like like in 1990 yeah. 90 type of slim unmasked yeah uh, like, that's totally Craig that's totally Craig <laughs> <laughs> yeah and of course you had no idea who it was nobody knew that's what I that was one of the things I li- like I did I kind of like got down my spot saw Slipknot without their mask on I liked that and now the anonymous behind it Right. I really enjoyed like the the personas of it because it was like watching monsters play music. Little, or something. Mi- little, it was pretty mysterious. It was very mysterious. Uh, it added another. It added another level to what a band could be, or you know what I mean. And you <laughs> yelled at that dude. That one dude was was like, "Yeah, we- give me a guitar, give me something," and you were like. Asshole, he's got to spend time with his... He's with his kids, asshole. And, like, you yelled at that dude for, yeah. like, ten minutes. He was clearly trying to just get to the fucking car. Yeah. And that was my first... He gave know. me a high five, though. So I remember yeah. Sean gave me... He was like, what's up, man? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we were the kids that were out waiting for them. And we met System of Down, too. We ended up, Yeah, we ended up being the guitarist for System of Down. Which we, met, is, we met Shop. We met, we met all of them System of Down, I'm pretty sure. I I only have an autograph from the guitarist from Darren. Yeah, I remember. I remember they came out though. I thought it was just him, but it, it, I may be remembering it wrong. It, it was about fifteen something years ago. Saying. Yeah, like I I remember him because he was Actually, wearing he was, a ho- he was wearing a hockey jersey. He's wearing like Kings jersey. Was he? Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely remember that. They were a super highlight of that show, too. Like, Oh, that was the toxicity area. Dude, System was fucking on it. And we were right in front of Darren, too, at that show. And he moved the audience. Yeah, he did. We saw his and butt he wore a feather boa, the, or like a feather, or no, maybe it was like a mink coat or something. The yeah, time. and like a fedora. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's got to be hot as shit on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh god! An American head charge was there too. Oh yeah, with pig head, pig heads on stage. Rammstein was there. Yeah, yeah. Rammstein. I got pictures from that still. That was all. I remember feeling the heat from Rammstein. It was crazy. I remember me and you had that buddy system just to get air. <laughs> yeah, we were like one, two, three. <gasps> yeah, Pledge of Allegiance tour, two thousand and one. Yeah, that's those are that was one of the best shows I ever ran. Oh, ab- absolutely, dude. Because it. Was, it was just like the Disaster Pieces DVD. Fucking front row. Front row. Ridiculous. We got there. We got there, though, at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Though. Oh, yeah. We, well, we went to school that day, so we we, we probably got, we got there a little, like... That was a school day? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a school day the next day. I don't remember it being a school day actually of the concert. Maybe it was, maybe it was like a Sunday. Because my sisters took us. Yeah, that's right. I, I, could, like, I could check. I could look at my ticket stub or something to see what day of the week that was. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that important. It's <laughs> I would. I would actually like to know because it it help help because you know how, like you dig into those old memories and like you convince yourself that something went one way for so long that it becomes yeah. like that's what it was. Yeah, your mind playing tricks on you yeah. and shit. But but really like. You get you talk to somebody and they're like, no, that is not how it happened at all. Yeah, and you are wrong. And I remember exactly how it happened. Yeah, and they could be wrong too. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've, I've been in plenty of arguments and shit like that. I mean, well, everyone sees everything through their own eyes, right? <laughs> so, uh, but like, you know, sometimes you go to like setlist.fm, and it's like this setlist is completely fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, like they didn't like. Like sometimes they'll have like nine songs, and it's like no, they played at least twelve. <laughs> but we're human beings. Well, it's like the like the Van Halen song. <laughs> That's what makes us the human guy, beings. The guy, uh, the guy, like at 
a Mars Volta show that was uh, super on acid trying to write up a set list afterwards. He gets the entire thing wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I would imagine. He's <laughs> like, no, I knew they played that. <laughs> you know Mars Volta has done concerts of only two songs? I bet they have. And it's 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 still like, you know, an hour? An hour long, yeah. Like, like they've played festivals where they're like, well, let's just do these two songs and extend them for 30 minutes apiece. Right. And it's like, ah. You guys are amazing. That's insane. <laughs> I've I the um, they're one of my favorite bands ever, though Mars Volta. I've seen them. I think I've seen them twice. I want to say twice, and they're both at the pageant, and they're both with uh, Pridgen on drums. Oh damn! And that guy uh, was that kid was a monster. Fuck, he still is. Who is he playing with now? Uh. He's in a side project band, uh, I can't remember what it's called, uh, Draft Tongue Orchestra, huh. with the singer of Alice in Chains, uh... Not, of course not Lane. No, no. <laughs> the, the, well, I can't remember what the new dude's name is. Uh... It don't matter, he's not Lane. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Lane Stanley. Guitarist for Remission. Dillinger. The main guitarist for Dillinger? Yeah. Ben Ben Wyman. That's a, that's another band we could talk about. I have a pile of Dillinger. I love yeah. Dillinger. Uh, ben Wyman and one of the guitarists. Is it one of the Yeah. So it's like a super group? Yeah. It's one of the guitarists and one of the bass... Or the, or the bass player for Mastodon. And, uh, Tom, and Thomas Pridgen. Didn't the bass player of Mastodon do like that thing with Max Camilera? Yeah, he did that too. They're all over the place, man. Yeah. And Mastodon's getting ready to finish their record. A new one? Maybe one or two. Yeah, and I think Tool's working on one, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Yeah. Did you see Tool the last time they were here? No, I didn't get to go. Um, with Primus? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you go to it? I did. Sweet. A I buddy think. of mine. How was that? Uh, it was his... Uh, well, I saw the one before that, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like a greatest hits tour at the Family Arena. Yeah, St. Charles was fucking awesome. Yeah, but this was a... They didn't even play Lateralist last time I saw Tool. And uh, they were like, Tool's gonna play a new song. And the new song was... was called Descending? Yeah, but it was... only like a two-minute clip or something? It was literally just like... It was literally Maynard humming. Like, it was just like... Hum... Was like boom, 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 and everyone was like, "New fucking song," and I'm like, "I'm like, they're they're killing time." <laughs> That's not a new song. I'm like, "We'll know a new Tool song when we get it." <laughs> but I mean, it, it was Tool live. And- a bunch of rumors this week that it's a double album and it's almost three hours long. But uh, that's all speculation at this point. Nobody knows. Tool's over. Yeah, and, and Maynard responded. With one word, dumb. <laughs> so, you know it's not. He's Well, Maynard's a jokester. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking way that that's true. I still want to try his wine real bad. I would drink it. I would did, drink. You ever, did you ever check out his side project of Pussifer? A little bit. Uh, it's a bit, it's a lot, like, yeah. it's, it's a little different, but la- last album they did... Had some really interesting stuff. Like, v-, v is for Vagina. Yeah. Had some good songs on it. But I just never really dug too much into it. It's a lot different. Like, he worked, like every song has a different producer for it. You yeah. know, like, it's, 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 I guess, eclectic yeah. is the word, maybe. Right. Eccentric and eclectic, maybe. But if you're out there listening, don't don't listen to Pussifer expecting Tool. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh... Did you did you saw the uh, Pervy Circle show? Oh, at the pageant. Yes, I did. Uh, I was front row with that, and I almost suffocated to death. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to get tickets. To I that. gave you my T-shirt for that. Yeah, that's right. Because it was so. Because I, because when we were kids, everything had to be extra large. You know right, what I mean? It had to be right. baggy. Uh, yeah. I was like, now that I'm older, this shirt just looks goofy as fuck on me. I I uh. I tried to get tickets too late. Like they sold out like in a day or something like that. They played the whole Beardy Numb album, right? Plus like two B sides, and uh, it was amazing. I bet it was. Well, fucking, I found out a week 
a week later after the show that my cousin had an extra ticket. Oh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And What's with your cousins? To this day, <laughs> that's a different cousin. God! Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I don't have any cousins. To this day, like, I, she'll never live that down. Like, Oh, that's unforgivable. How do you not know that I'm into that? <laughs> Especially to, to such an artistically credible show as that. Yeah, we, and you know, we I guess we didn't hang out that much and stuff, so like... We could have bonded over that. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to see her all the time, so like... Well, especially now. <laughs> <laughs> that name's been crossed off the now list. Now you are exiled yeah. from my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Done. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure there's fucking live footage and stuff I could watch now. They never came out of the DVD for that tour, though. Well, that was before, like, YouTube and stuff like that. You know, yeah. there wasn't smartphones and stuff. It was... I remember Mayor came out and he was wearing a speedo. There's probably a bootleg somewhere out He was there. wearing a, a, a speedo. And it had the Perfect Circle logo on and the crotch. He had a wig on too, right? He, oh, we wore a wig for every Perfect Circle thing. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's a bootleg somewhere. Oh, God, that'd be there's incredible. Gotta, there's gotta be. That'd be incredible if I could reload that. This is a fuck, there's gotta be a bootleg out there. There's bootlegs of every show ever. They played this song called, uh, it was called Diary of a Love Song. It was Ozzy, Ozzy's Diary of a Madman mixed with The Cure's Love Song. That's weird. Yeah! Yeah. I never... Yeah, that's, that sounds odd, but I, I, would, I would listen to it. I was forced to listen. <laughs> I, I just did through it, and I didn't mind it. I'm surprised they didn't put that on their cover album they did. Their, uh... Yeah. Uh, emotive, emotive or whatever. Yeah, you would think they would throw that on there. Yeah, I, I guess that was like years later. They did that just to get out of the record contract. Yeah. I think really that was that was really just like a. It wasn't that good. It had like some parts were interesting. Yeah, like when the when the levee breaks. I really enjoyed the cover of when the levee breaks. I don't even remember them doing that. I need to look into that. Well, it's it's it's, it's like a. It's got that real cool piano and then yeah. it's like real real bass like boom. Yeah, they do different versions of songs. But, but like, uh, I, but God, I, got, I got no fucking time for him doing Imagine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was the single, though. Right. That was, that was like the, you guys ever heard, you guys never heard of Perfect Circle? You like John Lennon, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like disturbed covering fucking, uh, whatever that song is. Genesis, The Land of Confusion? No, That no. was funny. That was so <laughs> that funny, was, though. That was funny. But this is the Land of Confusion. Disturbed covered a song recently, uh, The Sound of Silence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that face. If you guys could see the face Brian made. I have to go to the bathroom. We have to it's a hit. It's a hit? Like, top ten? Oh, yeah. I don't know about top ten, but it, it's definitely a hit. It's all over radio. Oh, God. So bad. And they covered Shout. That's right, they like, did. Shout, shout, let it all out. <laughs> Please, all the things. There's a great Disturbed parody online where it's... it's disturbed is a parody. Sure. In my opinion. Sorry, but, sorry, Disturbed fans. I know there's plenty of you out there no, that... there isn't. I already, I, I already made on a bunch of shit people's list, but I'm sorry. Mm. I'm so, I apologize if you're a fan of Disturbed, but this parody makes fun of their repetitive uh, Weird Al's vocal, more, more vocal serious phrasing. to me than <laughs> Disturbed. Yeah, uh, it makes fun of their repetitive vocal phrasing, and it is. Fu- I'll I'll show it to you later. But it's fucking. Does hilarious. he still the, the do the? Ooh-ah! He don't do that anymore, does he? I have no idea. Disturbed's not with the sickness anymore. <laughs> I doubt it. I remember when you gave me a. Before the Sturb album came out, you had, uh, we were on the bus one day, and it was, uh, it was the band Dope. This was, like, when bands did sampler tapes. Yeah. It was, a uh, Disturbed Down With The Sickness sampler. Yeah. Which, when we, when, it, when Down With The Sickness first came out, it was like, oh, these guys, thousand, I think. these guys actually got, it was like, this is actually some promising, like, oh, I'd like to see what they do later on down the road. Yeah. They, and then it was like, ski sunny bono, hit some trees. <laughs> they just and went down the slope. They've only gotten worse, honestly. <laughs> In my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree with you as well. Um. Just. 
the land of confusion. Yeah, covering Genesis. Phil Collins, Genesis, yeah. They didn't cover Suppers Ready. Well, this is... The, the, the latest one they did was... Uh, who is that? Fucking Simon and Garfunkel? Like, what are you... What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speak I, yeah, I'm glad I... Yeah, I'm sorry I missed that. <laughs> did I... Yeah, did they? Did they? Hmm. Uh, be be glad that you are yeah. unplugged from the radio. I'm right pretty now. sure my my iPhone would break if I Googled. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Well, <laughs> just 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 thinking, of, I, the imagination goes wild just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, we should we should end on something better than disturbed. <laughs> That's what's gonna get the views up. What do you want to end on? That's what gets the views. Keep art alive, folks. Keep art alive. If you got something you like to do, do it. If you love something, keep loving it. And don't let anybody ever stop you with their own hatred. I think that's a good message to end on. My name is Brian Kennedy, and I'll be back again someday. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, You don't have anything to plug, right? Maybe maybe next time I'll have something to promote for you people. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get a group going. You that's actually well not to not to get off of your awesome ending that you already did, but maybe I can seduce. That's something I respect about you is that you're outside of all the fucking social media and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I still know people. People still know me though. Yeah. Like, still, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a secret guy. It's possible to do that. Yeah. By the way, but I think. And with the band, like I, I have to be on it. Oh well, yeah. You know you're what I'm like saying? you're like the voice of the group, really. Like you're the. Well, with the podcast, yeah, but but uh, on. I didn't mean you sing for them. No. <laughs> like uh, we we all have uh, equal participation when it comes to online stuff. Like a- any of us are free to post whatever we want. You know what I mean? As long as it isn't disparaging towards whatever, yeah. or make us look bad. Yeah. Then. We're free to do whatever, yeah. but uh, like Nazi propaganda, right, right. <laughs> Thor Hammer, <laughs> Aryan Hammer. But it's that it's, was a joke. That yeah, was a joke. It's better. It's better to uh, be safe business wise. Oh yeah, and especially these days with SJWs. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think that if I could be like you and fucking shut it down and and I didn't have to promote and well I think like after that. today I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out of my shell really I think <laughs> <laughs> if this is the gateway then yeah. what a better one do I sound like an old time radio <laughs> <laughs> when you do that you do uh, thank you for joining me and uh, you're more than welcome to come back on it's my pleasure man it's been an honor I'll come back. I'll come back. Every, I'll live here. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time we we do one at Jimmy's. I think we're gonna we're planning on doing one in August at Jimmy's place, which is like right down the street from your house. Yeah, I'll walk. I'll walk Judith over. Yeah, dude, come on. Over. <laughs> we're gonna have Judith give a couple barks for the audience. <laughs> there you go. And uh, until next time, love is the law. Uh,